Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The lights are out. The game is over. But we're just getting started. He got it! It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on the Bay Area's sports station. 95-7. The game. Chris Townsend and Matt Steinmetz with you after the Golden State Warriors put up an absolute stinker here at Oracle Arena. And they got blown out of their own building. And it was shocking to watch this because we thought coming after this road trip that they would, you know, it would be one of those where they were going to come out and take it to to the Oklahoma City Thunder. And really from the get-go, from the very get-go, they looked faster, they looked stronger, and it was all night. So in a game, it was interesting listening to the guys on TNT, the players-only broadcast, where they said, hey, listen, this is like a rivalry game. Even if you're sluggish, hey, everybody's sluggish at this time of the year, but this is a game that you would think both teams are going to show up and it's going to be a battle, and it really wasn't. This was a one-sided affair. 888-957-9570. That's 888-957-9570. Pretty shocking the way this one uh, played out tonight. And Warriors wrap-up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. Matt Steinmetz, your thoughts? This was a blowout. I mean, this was a blowout from the start of the game to the finish of the game. The Warriors made no runs in this game. They never cut it to single digits after the first quarter. They turned the ball over 25 times. They, they're getting overwhelmed by the opposition's effort these days. And it happened against Utah. Uh, I thought Denver was a, was a loss that happens because it was a tough situation. They're on a back-to-back, and they hung tough for three quarters. Uh, but tonight they were overwhelmed, really. It was almost like they weren't prepared for how much – Oklahoma City's was going to care. And the Thunder came in here on a four-game losing streak. And the bottom line is Russell Westbrook took over that game right from the start of it. And the Warriors never made a run. If it wouldn't, if it wouldn't have been for Kevin Durant tonight, they might have lost by 50. I mean, they just were completely overmatched. And probably the biggest thing that I look at, if I look at one number, because, of course, we can talk about the turnovers as – They came into this game after that road trip where they were basically averaging 20 turnovers for that road trip where they lost two out of three, 25 turnovers tonight, and they got 38 points, the Thunder did, off those 25 turnovers. I mean, that's that's just awful. Yeah, that's too many. That's just way, way too many. And I think the thing that you might have to be a little concerned about is that Oklahoma City did this essentially without Carmelo Anthony, who played, what, six minutes. He didn't score a point. And even Steven Adams only played five minutes in the first half. And then he played in the second half, and you saw how big and physical and tough he can be. So this was just a a ball game in which uh, Oklahoma City looked a lot more athletic than the Warriors. They're long. They get in the passing lanes. And... You know, the reality is that the Thunder are a pretty good defensive team, and now in two two games against the Warriors, they've defended them pretty well. 
And, you know, the elephant in the room right now is the bench. I, I'm going to call them the role players outside the, the, the four best players on the team. No, nobody's really playing well right now. Uh, Iguodala had another game tonight in which you got to worry about him moving forward. I mean, can he just turn it on when they need it? I don't know. You know, Nick Young was no factor tonight. David West was four for five. McCaw didn't do anything. They just nobody's making impact plays for him right now. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think they miss Jordan Bell a little bit, if for no other reason than he gives him a lot of activity and he plays hard and he's able to make some really big defensive plays that sometimes can spark the Warriors. And they need a spark right now because they are they are dying on the vine right now. Well, two players you're not getting anything from offensively: Draymond Green and Andre Iguodala. You're, you're right. Get, you're getting nothing from them. And Draymond tonight, two more texts. He well, now has 13 on the year. And here's the here's a real problem. I think uh, Warriors technical fouls: Kerr, West, Green, Green, Iguodala. Warriors had five technical fouls tonight. Um, the officials were not good, but they were not good both ways. And the Warriors, I felt like they lost their composure. Draymond Green, I don't know if you saw him at halftime uh, when he fir- when he got his first technical foul. I thought he could have been thrown out then. Uh, he just kept walking. He he was angry from the get go when he got hit in the mouth and there was no call, and he just was unable to let it go all game. And look, he's got thirteen tees now, and the Warriors. How many games do they have left? They have. 54, 64, 74, 84. They have 28 games left. And uh, he's only got to get two fat. Two, if he gets three technical fouls, he's going to start getting suspended. So he, he's got to get his act together, too. So the number is 888-957-9570. That's 888-957-9570. A tough night for the Golden State Warriors. And we want to hear from you. What are you seeing with this team that's lost three of four? What do you see in this team that's one and four against Houston and against Oklahoma City? We have played so much of the, it's a long season. Where's the motivation? Are they bored? They're just worried about June. But right now, they're not shooting the ball as well. Their defense isn't as good, not even close. They're turning the ball over at an alarming rate. And no one seems to be fearing them anymore. No, they're they look they look like a regular NBA team right now. They've lost three out of four. They they're not intimidating anybody. And I think the bottom line, Townie, is the other team's playing harder. I think to me it was obvious tonight that Oklahoma City was playing harder than the Warriors. Uh, Saturday against Denver, I thought the Warriors played pretty hard, but against Utah, Utah outplayed them too in terms of uh, tenacity and grit and all that kind of stuff. So I think the Warriors, obviously, right now, looking forward to the All Star break, but they've got a little bit of a problem in that there are still four games remaining. Uh, till the All-Star break. And right now, they have 13 losses, which is as many as the Houston Rockets have. And don't forget, the Rockets have the home court advantage if it ends in, in a tie because they've won two out of three. So now all of a sudden, home court is back in play for for the Rockets. Uh, Warriors just got to get it together. And 
they got to figure out a way to finish off the first half of the season because they, you know they don't want to they don't want to lose another two or three games heading in here and get behind the eight ball in the second half. Not only would you say they're playing harder the the opposition, but when you say they're playing smarter, yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, absolutely no doubt about it. And it's it's everybody's taking their turns. You know, Draymond Green's making two dumb passes a game. Steph Curry's getting in getting himself into trouble two or three times a game where he gets into the into the lane and he can't really do anything because he's just smothered. Uh, you know, if it's not – Kevin Durant has turned into a, uh, a high turnover guy. And so you start looking at it, and they're, they're just been – they've been careless. They're, they're not really focused. They look like they're flat. And so – we're going to see what happens, but I think for the first time in the Steve Kerr era, the Warriors don't look—they don't look invincible. They look like they're—they're they're capable of getting beat on a nightly basis, and that's what's happened in three of the last four games. Triple eight nine five seven ninety five seventy is the number. It's time to hear from you, the fans. Brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers. Keep it real. Make it Nations. Let's start off tonight with Gary in San Ramon. Lead us up here. Lead us off here on Warriors Wrap-Up. Hey, County and Steiny. Hey, good to hear your voices together on the on the post-game show. Uh, I just wanted to make a couple of points. Uh, Kerr has obviously got his biggest coaching challenge right now because everybody's healthy. He has no excuses. Durant's playing well. Uh, so he's got some challenges on getting these guys' attention because they seem to be tuning him out. And the other thing is, all the talk was the Warriors got better in the offseason. Well, right now they didn't get any better, and a lot of other teams got better. So now that now the pack's catching up with them, and like you guys said, uh, they're not intimidating anybody anymore. You know, the thing that worries me is, obviously they've got great players in Durant, Curry, Draymond, and Clay. but if you want to feel worried about something, look at how old this team is. Zaza's getting up. Zaza's older. Iguodala's older, West is older, Livingston is older. I mean, those are four players that they count on to play a lot of minutes for them. And if they're struggling now, you wonder what's going to happen come April, May, and June. Iguodala, to me, is the big story. Uh, He has not played well now for a while. I think it's safe to say he's had a pretty poor season up to this point. We're over 50 games into the season. Can he turn it on? I mean, he if he doesn't turn on, can they still win it? Yes, but it's going to be harder. It's going to be a lot harder without Iguodala. And right now he's shown no signs of turning this thing around. Well, I will tell you this. I'm looking at you and I'm looking at R.C. Davis, and I can think of one thing. Fly, Eagles, fly. Congratulations, <laughs> boys. It's a big Super Bowl for you guys. Yeah, it, it was nice. It was nice. Expected. Very expected. <laughs> well, tonight wasn't expected. We no. thought the Warriors were going to come no. out and take it to the Oklahoma City Thunder. That did not happen. They get blown out in their own arena, 125 to 105. We'll continue taking your phone calls at 888 What are you seeing? And it's Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Arlo, Smart Home Security. Radio home of the NBA champion Golden State Warriors. KGMC FM and HD1 San Francisco. 95.7 The Game.
You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. We'll get to all the callers, but first it's time for the play of the game, brought to you by American Express, proud partners of the Golden State Warriors. Curry, the outlet, gets it out to KD, pull up two on the go, got another one, he got fouled, he's going to the line, and Durant's got a chance to make it a one-point game on an 8 nothing run for the Warriors. Wasn't a whole lot of that tonight. It's also the first time under Steve Kerr since 2014-2015 that the Warriors never led in a game at home. Nope. So they didn't even lead in that game. Or they must have led in the game last year against the Spurs. Uh, Wasn't it last year's opener where they got smoked by San Antonio? They must have gone up 2-0 in that game. Hey, Kevin Durant was the only guy who came to play. Uh, He really did. And look, Westbrook won the matchup with Steph Curry. And the reality is Westbrook guarded Steph Curry most of the night. Steph just didn't seem as energetic, as lively as he as he usually does. Uh, I thought the Thunder did a really good job of taking the three-point shot away from the Warriors, at least in the first half. Uh, Warriors finished 8-for-28 from the floor. That's the other thing that's going on with the Warriors. They're not shooting the three-ball very well. Not at all. And, you know, that's kind of their secret weapon. And if they're not hitting threes, they can still beat you, but they better be doing other things pretty well and they're not they're turning the ball over and they're not playing defense so if you look at it that way they're not shooting threes well they're being careless and sloppy with the ball and they're not defending so they're not a very good team right now I mean they'll turn it around at some point but right now they're beatable they're very beatable so much talk too about sluggish tired getting to the all-star break I mean, talking a lot about it, openly talking about it. And at what point do you go, guys, that's not a great mentality to have, limp, limp to the All-Star break. I thought we'd see a better effort from the Russell Warriors. Russell Westbrook's tonight. not limping to the All-Star break. Now, of course, they just lost to, to, to Los Angeles, but he came tonight to play. They, they oh, absolutely. Came, they came in here, they came in to fight, and the Golden State Warriors didn't. It's almost like the Warriors aren't playing as hard as the opposition. I I said that before, but that's the way it feels. It's not that they're getting lazy. It just feels like they're going out and they're they're, they're playing games to play the game. And other teams are playing the game to win the game. That's what it feels like to me. And I think the Warriors... uh, are trying to take the easy way out right now. They know they're fatigued. They know they're tired. They, they're they trying to get their legs under them, but they're just not kind of paying the price. They're not working as hard as they need to work, and they're not working as hard as they think they're working. And that's, that's a problem right now. Let's go to Vince and Alameda. Good evening, Vince. Yeah, what's up, guys? Um, to me, what I'm seeing is the defense really has dropped off. Uh, you know, last year or the last couple of years, they've been either one or two. And this year, just too many holes, too many breakdowns, um, allowing teams to get. And I think what in the last couple of weeks, I mean, how many times have they allowed over 120 points? So 
Steve Kerr being the guru he is and with Mike Brown should be able to get these guys back on track. What are you guys seeing with the defense? Is it just mental mistakes, breakdown, and obviously turnovers? That When that's a key, they're real beatable when that happens. But it's not going to be as easy this year, guys. Everybody's assuming they're going to get to the finals. They better get home court because I think if Houston can outlast them there, man, the, the roadblock, obviously they're the favorites. It's not going to be as easy as the last couple of years. The West, especially with Minnesota and I think Oklahoma City in a playoff series, they're not scared of the Warriors. The Rockets obviously have shown that. So, you know, this this run is not going to be easy. There's no guarantee they're going to win the title this year. They're the heavy favorites, but the heavy favorite doesn't always win. So uh, that's my take. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks, Vince. I mean, you could be looking at a possible playoff uh, sequence of Denver, Oklahoma City, Houston. I mean, that's going to be pretty tough if that's the way it falls. As far as their defense, I mean, clearly they're not playing as good a, a, a team defense as they have. But individually, I think if you if you go down the roster and you really look at individual defense, Kevin Durant, we're not talking about him as the defensive player of the year anymore, are we? Uh he was getting a lot of defensive attention because of his help defense, but he's struggling right now when it comes to defending his man. I mean, I mean, Paul George, a great player. Paul, he guarded Paul George a fair amount tonight. Paul George had 38. Uh, he slept a little bit last Tuesday against Joe uh, Ingles, and Joe Ingles had a big ball game. So Durant's defense has slipped. Uh, Draymond Green, he's not playing defensive player of the year type defense this year. Uh, he played better defense last year. Uh, I think we'll all agree on that. And then there's obviously Andre Iguodala, who's just not as assertive on either end of the floor as he was last year. So those are just three individuals that I see that have taken a step back, let's say in the last month or so, and in Draymond's case from last year. Uh, and, and I think that is another part of this. They're not Locking teams up like they've been able to lock teams up at, at certain junctures of a game. I mean, I, I figured the Warriors were going to come out at half. To, what were they down at half? 13? Uh, 12? Yeah, they're down 13 at half. And I'm thinking, all right, these first six minutes, we're going we're gonna to at least see the Warriors uh, try to do what they've been doing all year, which is mowing people down in the third. They, they couldn't do it. I mean, uh, they just couldn't do it. Paul George said no to that yeah, idea. Yeah, exactly. Let's go to Matt in San Francisco. Go ahead, Matt. You're on the game. Hi, how y'all doing tonight? Doing well. Yeah, I just want to uh, chime in on, you know, the, the war is automatic. I mean, it's obviously out of whack right now with, you know, the defense is not playing up to par. You know, uh, the turnovers is really killing them. And I think they rely on their offense to, to always bring them back in the game. And that's not happening right now because they keep falling behind so deep. But my, my main, and I said it in the offseason, right, I think, I think Bob Myers made some bad decisions on signing Iggy Dollar, this is going to hurt the Warriors down the road in the next few years, you know. And I keep telling everybody, man, when you have Paul George for Clay Thompson, oh, man, Paul George is a beast, man. I don't know why you turn that down. I, I, in the next few years, they're going to regret not making that trade, man. That's all I got to say. Paul George what? is a beast. That would have been an automatic trade for me. Yeah, Paul George uh... – Paul George looks like he's fully back from that injury. That's for that's for darn sure. You know, Iguodala is an interesting one. Um, You're worried about him. I'm not only worried about him this year. I'm worried about his, the next three years. I mean, he's got he's got two and a half more years left on his contract, and if this thing that he's going through now isn't temporary, yikes! Because he's making a lot of money, 
And, you know, then you start thinking about, you know, signing Nick Young to the mid-level exception, and he really hasn't contributed like the team has wanted him to contribute. Now you start thinking, well, do we need another player in here if you're the Warriors? We need another score, a veteran score. Well, if you want a legitimate player, you know, you want somebody who's a legitimate NBA player who's going to help you, well, it's going to cost you one of your young players then. And are you ready to give up a McCaw? Are you ready to give up a Looney, maybe? I, I don't I don't know. Um, those guys, you know, Looney's having a pretty good year. McCaw's taking a step back, but are you ready to give up on him? I, I don't think so. The number, 888-957-9570, 25 turnovers turned into 38 points for the Oklahoma City Thunder. That is no bueno. The final, 125-105. We continue with your phone calls at 888-957-9570, right here on the home of the Warriors. That's 95.7 The Game. It didn't feel like us, that's for sure. Uh, the ball wasn't moving, and uh, when it was moving, it was generally moving to the wrong team. You know, another 25 turnover night. Um, so, yeah, we're out of whack right now. We're just not uh, we're not uh, playing the way we normally do in terms of the ball movement and the pace and the spacing, and defense has not been good either. So, yeah, it's been a struggle. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Chris Townsend and Mike, and Mike Steinmetz, Matt Steinmetz, with me here at the Crown Royal Club here at Oracle. John Dickinson is going to join us coming up here at the bottom of the hour. And he said right there, you know, that's just not us. But actually, it, it has been who you are lately. It absolutely has. I mean, this team lost two in a row for the first time, three out of the last four. The win over Sacramento was very humdrum, wasn't wasn't great. wasn't oh, terrible. 20, wasn't 25 turnovers in that game? Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're turning the ball over a lot. You know what? Here's the other thing, though. It, it, and follow me here. Yeah, the Warriors are tired. They're fatigued. But then they care enough to get five technical fouls. So they're also the, – their frustration level is very high right now. I mean, they're clearly – annoyed they lost their poise a little bit so it's like on the one hand they're theoretically not playing as hard as they can play and they're not into it on the other hand they're getting they're complaining when they don't get calls so i don't think they're playing hard enough to get calls right now or to be begging for calls i mean that game was not well officiated tonight for either team Uh, i think both locker rooms said that but the warriors were the team with five technical fouls and the thunder didn't get any well the Thunder were getting bad whistle too tonight. Let's go to Mike and Sebastopol. Go ahead, Mike. You're on Warriors wrap up. Hey guys, I, I'm kind of going to change the whole point of my my comments here because you know I was going to say they're looking soft to me. You know, I mean, I wish I wish we had Bogut from three years ago in the middle, right? That was a rim protector. I mean, why are we got Zaza? playing most of the game and JaVale McGee doesn't even get in. We need some physicality in there and they're let guys just drive down Broadway. Well, and, I mean, and the other thing is well, go ahead. 
I mean, all the turnovers and all that, you know, it looks like they're just kind of chilling. Like, I know they care, but it kind of looks like they don't care. And to Stymie's point, they get the technicals because they seem to think that, well, we're so good, we deserve the calls, and we want to show the fans that we are passionate. But the whole technical thing is just an outburst of emotion just to kind of make a case that doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? They're just kind of like coasting right now, and they got to get they got to get gritty, man. They got to get they got to get physical. And if Kerr's saying things like, "Yeah, we're not on our game and 25 turnovers," and you're always preaching about not committing turnovers, what are they doing in practice to change that? Well, I mean, I don't. I think the and thanks for the call. Appreciate. It. I just think the turnovers. I don't think turnovers. I really don't think turnovers. You can practice. I think turnovers are something you got to concentrate on. You got to focus on not committing them. You got to be smarter. I mean, Draymond Green can't throw two bad outlet passes a game. Steph Curry can't throw two bad one-handed passes a game. Kevin Durant can't have five turnovers a game. I mean, it's it's everybody. I mean, they're just not they're not focused. They're not concentrating right now. And then they try to put it all together. They can't really do it, and then they resort to going a little one-on-one and and. Right now, the only guy who can do that is Kevin Durant. Get buckets going one-on-one. Let's go Manuel in Dublin. Good evening, Manuel. Hey, guys. What's going on, man? Hey, um, looking forward for tonight's game, and I was very disappointed. Um, a couple of things. I mean, even when we had Festus and Bogut, um, Stephen, Adams, Stephen Adams is a beast. That yeah, guy, yes. I mean, he just – he can finish. He's got the. He's got a drop step. I don't know if it's a drop step or that little turn duck. And yeah. and he's he's just a great. He's not. He's a. He's a fun player to watch. Even if you're an NBA junkie like me, I, I enjoy his game. Um, couple, another thing I've seen is um, and I, I seen McCall have a problem a couple weeks ago. Um, trying to bring him off the bench, he can't guard. He can't. It's just like his. He just his. He just his head gets a little down when he. Just work. I mean, look at look at Westbrook. would just worked him twice, man. Just went right to him, and I think they tried to bring Iguodala in on him. But um, uh, if we get this title this year, it is going to be an incredible run because the, the, going against Denver, it looks like it looks like it's going to be okay. Don't ever count OKC and then and then uh, Houston and then Cleveland and Boston are going to go for it. This is going to be uh, it's going to be uh, incredible if we somehow get through this. Because right now, um, it looks like the game plan is um, let. They let Durant get off and then just double down and play hard on, on Curry. I mean, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. I mean, I, I think they're just – I think they just want to get to the all-star break, and they think that's going to cure everything. And maybe it will, but maybe it won't too. So that that's the other thing. I mean, they're going to have to change the way they're playing. Uh, they're going to have to change how hard they're playing to turn this around. I just don't think they're playing as hard as they think they pl- they're playing or that they need to play to win games. 888-957-9570. Chuck in Oakland, it's your turn on the game. Hey, how you doing? Uh, listen, I guess two, two points I want to make. First about Patrick McCaw. You know, the, in this first year, I could see where he's in awe out of, you know, playing with uh, KD and, and Curry and Clay. Uh, so he's, you know, he did a lot of deferring last year, but second year he should be over that. And he's got to, he's got to shoot more because what's going to happen if he doesn't correct 
his offensive game, uh, if I'm the opposite coach, if I'm the opposing coach, I'm going to leave him alone, and I'm going to double somebody else, and that's not good for the Warriors. And the other thing is, uh, on the Warriors passing, it sounds like we're, they're trying to get too cute. It's almost like Harlem Globetrotter pass. I'm, I'm going to make the spectacular pass. Just keep it simple. I'm entertained by, I don't need a, a big uh, passing show. Just keep it simple, and uh, the results will speak for themselves. Yeah, no, I think I think you're right there. They do have a tendency to to just try to want to make every play special rather than just make the right pass. And then the next guy makes the right pass, and then if the next guy has a good shot, he takes it. If he doesn't, he makes a pass. And eventually you'll get a good shot. But they're they're trying to they're trying to thread every needle right now and they're trying to make a lot of spectacular plays. You know, we had the writer on earlier today from the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, who covers them for ESPN who talked about, you know, a good 20 or more, especially 25 assists for Oklahoma City is when they're really unbeatable. Tonight they only had 17. 17 assists? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I wonder if that's a season low. Scored 125 points. They had 17 assists. Oh, you mean the Thunder had 17. How many did the Warriors have? Uh, the Warriors had 27, Jeez. but what killed them was the turnovers right. and the points. Right. I mean, they got beat everywhere. They got they got beat points in the paint, second chance points. I mean, they got beat everywhere. And they got beat at the start of the game. I mean, different. I mean, the most important part of that game was the first six minutes, and Oklahoma City was ready to play. Westbrook was ready to play. He's always ready to play, right from the start. And he, and he, and he, you know, he won the matchup with Curry. He made shots early. Watching him on television all these years, and then watching him here all these years, it always still, wow, how fast this guy is! How explosive of an athlete is! Every single time you see him in person, he wows you. He really, really wows you. Just how explosive he is. He's incredible. I mean, he is an incredible player. Yeah. Uh, He's, cert- he's certainly not perfect, uh, but he's pretty damn good, and he- he's just relentless. And you know, JD's sitting right here. He's going to join us uh, momentarily. He's right. the The big thing was Westbrook came back, came out tonight, and started making shots early. And it's a good thing he did because he didn't make much. I think he was at one point. Well, he's nine for nine at one point. So do the math. What he finished thirteen for twenty six. So he only was finished, what, 4 for 17 or whatever that is, something like that. So he doesn't make them early. This is a totally different game. But he did, and it, and he got confidence, and then everybody started. And then uh, Paul George did what Westbrook did in the first half and the second half. That's all they needed to win the ball game. I'm sure it wasn't a good vibe in the locker room after this game. We're going to find out from John Dickinson. It's Warriors Wrap-Up presented by Arlo Smart Home Security. Westbrook guarded by McCaw. Patterson with the back screen. Westbrook drifting to the far side. Shoots a three. Got that one. Westbrook from downtown. He can't miss Jim. Yep. When you get that hot hand going, and you just feel like the basket's three feet wide. He has 21 points in the first quarter. It's 42-28. Russ came out and made first nine shots, I think. And um, 
that's what got him going. You know, he was he was prolific in the pick and roll and got to the rim and uh, knocked down the three. You know, so once he once he knocking down the three and uh, the pull up is tough to stop him. And that's that was the game right there, the first quarter, and they have 42 points. And uh, gotta give them credit; they came out with a lot of energy, and we didn't match it. You're listening to Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. KD and now John Dickinson brought to you by Walnut Creek Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, where saving is simple online at walnutcreekjeep.com. I understand, and, you know, KD giving some love to Russ, JD, but I think you got to get a lot of love for Paul George because we know the Golden State Warriors, they have played countless lackluster first halves and then pour it on you in the third quarter. And the way Paul George played in that third quarter, that wasn't going to happen tonight. No, the story of the game really was Russell Westbrook made shots early in, in the first half, and Paul George made shots early in the second half, and that was how the Thunder were able to gain separation and, and keep their separation. And, yeah, Kevin Durant praised Westbrook, and Stephen Curry and everybody else praised Paul George coming out of the press conference uh, in the Warriors locker room as well. Uh, with Curry saying that you know George has just been outstanding on both ends of the ball all season uh, when he's watched Oklahoma City play, and, and tonight was it was the same thing. I mean, the Warriors. I, I actually thought the Warriors. You look at tonight, and I thought the Warriors played hard tonight. I did think that to me this wasn't a they were lackluster and not into it. I think they were into it, and I think. T- to your point, Matt, I heard you mention the technical fouls. I think that shows you that they were into it and that they wanted it and that they wanted to send a message and win this game. They just got behind the eight ball, and Kevin Durant was the only guy that really played exceptionally well for the Warriors. The Thunder had two of the best three players on the court, a rarity when the Warriors have four all-stars and two super megastars. But tonight it was about Westbrook and it was about Paul George. Yeah, and it, look, it was about it was about Paul George essentially winning the matchup against Durant, if not playing him to a draw, and then it was Westbrook outplaying Steph Curry, and and that wasn't even close tonight. It wasn't even close. I mean, like this is one of those games, JD, where if if the clip if the uh, Thunder's up fifteen or thirteen at half, and the Warriors make no run in the second half which they didn't, I mean, the most important part of that game then is what got Oklahoma City the 15-point lead, and that was Russell Westbrook. I mean, Westbrook was phenomenal in the first quarter of that game, and Steph just never – and I also thought Westbrook was – was uh, how do I want to say this? I don't want to say engaged. That's too much. But Westbrook was trying on defense, and you know why? Because he was playing Steph Curry. And that makes him try more. And and I don't know. The Warriors are just – they are just not – they're not in sync. I mean, they're just not in sync at all. No, they're clearly not. 25 turnovers in, in two of the last three games. They won the game in Sacramento when they had 25. And it's it's length and athleticism, really, for Oklahoma City that, that's – you know. Given the Warriors' problems, it gave the Warriors' problems when Kevin Durant was the guy that was with Oklahoma yeah. City in the Paul George spot with his length bothering this team. Paul George has 10 steals in two games against the Warriors. He had six tonight. He had four the night wow. before Thanksgiving. Give me to the 10 steals? 10 steals in two games. 
against the Warriors. You, you know what? And I, they blew them out in both games. Like, mm-hmm. that's something else, you know, coming out of this. And, and Steve Kerr, you know, the big theme is, well, where do you go now with the turnovers? Uh, and it's just, you know, Coach Kerr said he thought it's really about the fact that they are trying to make the home run play. I, I think it, they're, it's almost caught between two. They, they, they're trying to make the home run play, but – Yet they also make some lazy ones too. It's kind of both ends of the spectrum. They want to make the superstar play, but then they're just at times it's like they just don't totally care or aren't into it when they're making passes, which which causes problems. I think there's another thing going on here. For the first time that I can remember, it looks like it's not that they're paying attention to how many shots everybody gets. But when you commit 25 turnovers, okay, and you only take 70, what, six shots? Yeah. You, 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 can't, you don't get a lot of shots. You look, Durant 14, Curry 14, Clay 13. You know what? That's not enough for any of them. And so now you start to see the possessions take away legitimate shots from your best three players. Well, guess what? Then that makes every possession a little more important. And, you know, if you go one-on-one once or twice, it stands out. Where if you're getting 100 shots a game, those don't matter because you're putting something else together in the 20 extra possessions. Yeah, it's always about the the possession game. And you just look at Paul George and, and Russell Westbrook, 49 shots for the two of them. Yeah. The Warriors' big three, if you will, on offense, Curry, Thompson, and Durant, they had 41 shots. So the two star players for Oklahoma City had, what, eight more shots Mm -hmm. than the best three offensive players uh, on the Warriors tonight. All right, I just thought about this, and it's the whole just need to get to the all-star break. You know what a dangerous game is? You're talking about limping to the All-Star break, and everybody's talking about it. It's a long season, blah, 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 blah. Well, what happens if you come out of the All-Star break and you're still playing like this? Yeah, then, then you got problems. Then, Definitely. then, then you got problems. I think you're right. And I think you're right. Look, the whole focus the last two days, yesterday at practice and today at shoot-around, was try and finish strong. Like their yeah, whole Quit mon- using the tiredness as an excuse. Their whole mantra coming into this is was four games at home, and then you're going to Portland, and then you're at the All-Star break. Let's finish strong. Let's win four out of five or all five, which is something that this team has done with regularity the last few years, and feel good about ourselves going into the All-Star break and then come out and play even better. And and they've already put themselves behind the eight ball now for this stretch. Well, that's the thing that I think is is interesting and maybe troubling is – The last two days they were talking about quit using tiredness and fatigue as an excuse. They're home. They're playing Oklahoma City. And you know what? They just just didn't. Yeah, they just didn't look like they were as quick, as strong as Oklahoma City. They just just didn't. And to me, Townie, it looked like they, they were trying. They just didn't have the. They couldn't get to the gear they needed to get to, and the Thunder are one of the teams in the league that they've got athletes. They fly around, they especially Paul George, who's a I think a defensive player of the year candidate for sure. And they've, you mentioned Westbrook and his the, athleticism tonight on display. And then they've also got a big, strong, competent big man. Adams was really good yeah, early. He, he was. He's. 
uh, he's good. I mean, he's he's good, and he is legit. I think he's the toughest player in the league too. He doesn't never complains about getting hit or uh, plays physically. And you know, this is where when you have a Draymond Green on the floor, and maybe they're playing without a center, and Adams is in the game. I mean, you're really asking Draymond to do a lot. Not that he was guarding Adams. Uh, but, you know, it's if you got Zaza Pachulia who plays close to the ground and Draymond Green who's undersized and they got Steven Adams sitting in there, that's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. You know, and I think when you're struggling on defense, struggling defense is also when you need security at its best. And that's when I think of Arlo. And that's when I think of what Arlo has done for our families because it gives you that protection. 1080p HD. These smart home security cameras just make you feel when you're not at home. We're we're married. We have kids. You just it makes you feel safe when you're here late at night and you're at Oracle Arena because you know the night vision is absolutely fantastic. We dealt with some weather. They're weather resistant, so they're performing in the weather and. The two-way talk, someone comes to your door. You can be sitting on your couch, Steiny, and yeah. you can say, hey, why are you at my door? We're, all, we're actually using Arlo for some fun things. Uh, my, my girls will do maybe a routine in front of them, and then they'll be able to check themselves out on the video. Uh, they're having a lot of fun filming and taping the, the lizard and the cat and the dog. So it's not only serious home security, but... You can have some fun with it, too. And they can do that because Arlo has seven days of free cloud storage for your recordings. So you can take one of the recordings and email it to yourself so you actually have it. So, yes, you feel secure at home, peace of mind, and you can have a little fun. Check out these amazing smart home security cameras at Arlo.com. Gentlemen, that's going to do it for Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Arlo as the Warriors get blown out of the building tonight, 125-105. And we'll see uh, what's going to happen on Thursday. I have a feeling our pregame show, Warriors warm-up, that we did today, we're going to say a lot of the same things, and hopefully we're having a much different postgame show. That's going to do it from the Crown Royal Club here at Oracle. Fox Sports Radio will take you the rest of the way right here on 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.